Ladies and gentlemen, the moment is here. The main event of the evening. I'm Jeremiah Gallegos, your world-class ring announcer, to introduce Soap Boxing Podcast. And now, to introduce your host, Derek, a.k.a. Coach. And across the ring, introducing Matty Fresh. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's golden time. Time to tune in. Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. One thing we know for sure about Wilder, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you clean. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and. This woman whooped the whole world twice. <laughs> the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> We pro, we, we big time now. Look at that intro. <laughs> Man, we got the intro, intro to the show. Good morning, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Houston. It's another episode of uh, Somebody yeah. Podcast. It's your boy, Man Fresh, along with the, uh, we got today, Big Chief Pale Face, aka, AKA Coach Collinsworth, and then we got a, uh, guest this morning, uh, Marquis Marvelous Taylor. Uh, before we jump into uh, in, uh, into the interview, man, we got a couple updates. We had a we had a couple fights last night, huh? Now, what yeah. what did it look like? It was in Mexico or somewhere or somewhere on the beach? Yeah, it looked like he was in Mexico on the beach. They were sweeping out the ring uh, after everybody's fights, man. Shit, I was jealous, but uh, our uh, our very own uh, uh, Torres, Juan Torres, uh, pulled out a victory last night, and uh, congratulations to him, Oscar, great job, and then also uh, Danielle Perkins, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, she got that debut out the way, man. Now, where did she fight? Was it Detroit that she fought? Was it in Michigan? Yeah, I think so. It might have been in Michigan. Well, big congratulations, Danielle Perkins, last night in your debut pro win. We were rooting for you. Great job. Bravo. And then uh, what else we got going on in the boxing world? Uh, the Zone? 
and uh, Golden Boy postponed their uh, their uh, their card, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty eighth. So yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was supposed to be next uh, next week. Like, apparently, there was a coronavirus test that came out positive. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, you know, these fighters know it's the boxing world, shit like this. That was uh. That was Marlene's comeback fight too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. She Hate to up. see that happen. She, uh, she's a friend of the show, and so uh, you know, unfortunately, she won't be, uh, she won't be on, uh, on the car. I mean, she won't, uh, she won't be fighting the twenty eighth. Hopefully, they uh, reschedule soon. Uh, we'll get the updates, uh, and uh, we'll let y'all know. But uh, let's get to the main event, Marquee. Houston's very own, huh? You out from uh, you out from Maple Leaf, ain't you? Oh no, where are you from? I'm from Houston. Yeah, yeah you from Houston? What part of Houston are you from? Third Ward. You're not, you're not, you're not from Maple Leaf. My bad. I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> you from uh, you from Third Ward? Yeah. My man. Well, coach. <laughs> Marquis, you you uh, I had a few. I had a I had a little sabbatical for a while, man. But I knew you. Competed here as an amateur, man. Cause I see, I see you on some of the old flyers and shit. I just didn't know you personally, man. Mm -hmm. uh, when did you start boxing, bro? When I was seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a long time. What oh, gym you went to? Shoot, I, my very first gym was at PABA in Third Ward, and then uh, right after that, I went to Savannah Boxing Gym. R.I.P. This is with the uh, Savannah Boxing Club, and that's when really when I started kicking off like my amateur career. When I really started fighting. I had one fight when I was at PABA, and when I went to Savannah, we started fighting every weekend. You know, Savannah, man, again, rest in peace, Mr. Savannah, it has such a tie to uh, to Houston, man, and it's it's almost yeah. impossible. To, I, oh, I'm damn near impossible to talk about boxing with. Especially at the amateur level, without talking about Savannah boxing gym. I mean, everyone, there's all some kind of degree to it. Uh, how was it when you walked into that gym and, and from the gym that you started off and then walking into that gym, you had your first fight. You came over to Savannah. Was was Coach Willie your your coach, or how'd that work out? Well, like Willie was just like. Everywhere. He wasn't necessarily like he was a coach, but he was just like the overseer of everything. Like Savannah was just so structured. Like, no. so the section in the gym for like beginners, he had about four or five coaches in there, you know. So he had like hundreds of kids, but he had like he broke everything into sections, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He had least experienced kids with any experienced kids, you know, he had open kids, he had kids that was just only fighting in tournaments, like it was. It was really structured, so it's like you wanna you wanna fight your way out the out the beginning group, so you can be with you <laughs> fight your way up in the gym, and then you know then you want to be a national champion, you want to have your name on the van, and yeah. So he started at hey Reverend Ray Martin's gym way back in Houston too, bro. You started uh, mm -hmm. and been in the city forever. Mm -hmm. You just did. You ended up. You only did a one amateur fight. And went yeah, to. I went there. So I started boxing when I was seven. You couldn't compete till you was eight. So I I was training there for like six, seven months, 
before mm -hmm. I, I turned eight and I got my first fight and we stayed there a couple of months after that. And then um, we got invited to Savannah gym because my older brother boxed too for some sparring. And we started going over there and it was just, you know, more work for us over there, closer to the house. It just made sense. So we made, you know, we was like, we made up our mind and just start going to Savannah. And, you know, they were traveling more. Like Savannah, we'll go to Corpus Christi. We'll go to San Antonio, like on a weekend just to fight, you know. So we started really getting in the box and like, you know, traveling and just going to fight. And who was the who was the head amateur trainer over there at that time? Or who was over you? Uh it'd always be Miss Savannah. She was probably like, especially for my age group, you know, she was training all the kids. You know what I'm saying? So like all the eight, nine year olds, like that's where our coach was, Miss Savannah. Okay, I remember when I first when I first got here, they had a fellow named uh Cedric, who had a bunch of the amateurs. Uh, you know, I was about to say Big Said, he would be like, you know, next Big Said. And then my dad was always there too, training me. So between those those three, Big Said, Miss Savannah, and my dad. Now your dad, your dad had uh, had uh, some background in boxing as well, right? Just amateur background, just amateur background. Uh, I mean, that, sometimes that's 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 more than enough, you know, because he understands what it's like to be in the ring and getting hit and getting punched, and so versus a parent that you know freaks out when they're seven-year-olds in the ring or eight-year-olds in the ring getting, getting punched in the head or something. So so it's good to understand have a parent that at least has been in the ring. You know, to, to understand what what it's all about, the what the training takes, what what it's like to be in the ring getting punched, and uh, to give you that support. You know, because I see sometimes a lot of parents will get, you know, are they're watching their their daughter or their son sparring for the first time or at a young age, and they're all freaking out, saying, "Ah, I don't want my kid to get hit in the head or, or whatnot." But so your dad's always been a big part of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. How many amateur fights did did you have total uh, roughly? Hey, like a hundred and fifty, two hundred fifty three, something like that. Did you uh? Have, what's the highest level? Did you beat nationals or what? All you did, bro? Nah, nah. Uh, so I won. I won a national like silver gloves when I was young. Uh. Every time, like I compete in the Golden Gloves, uh, I I competed against um, Travell R.I.P. Rest in peace, Travell Mason. I competed against him in the finals at the state, came up short, and I competed against uh, what's the name, George Rinko, too. He was like five-time state champion in the state. Competed against him, came up short. So I never really went far in like in like the men's division. And then I took some time off. And then when I came back, after I had fought the last year um, in the state Golden Gloves, and then I fought again here against Travell. And after that fight, me and my dad, we was just like, you know, we don't want to be amateur no more. So we kind of just like said, forget all of it. We turned pro early. And I was like 18. Damn, man. <laughs> you, uh, how old are you now? Uh, 26. So you've been, when did you turn pro? What year? Uh, 20, 2015. No, 
you know, 20. 14 or 15? Yeah, 2014, I think, at the end of 2014. <clears throat> Who did you end up turning pro with? I mean, uh, uh, uh train. my trainer. Oh, my pops was my trainer when I first turned pro. Oh, okay. In house. And, and Berto and Berto Blanco. Okay. Uh, last I seen you was with uh, Coop from uh, OA Athletic. Mm -hmm. uh, the last show we competed, mm -hmm. we were both on the same show over there. Uh, what's the goddamn the the theater? theater. Uh, Lions Only Promotion Court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that where you're at still, or what you doing? Um, yeah, that's the one I'm at. Plus, I be seeing you over there, cool athletic, uh, training people, huh? Mm hmm. So, yeah, I, I do a lot. I train people. Uh, you know, that's, that's why I, that's my place of business right there. Oh, athletic, you know, I train people. I'm, you know, I help with uh, with memberships. Uh, I just like you said, I'm a personal trainer there, I do boxing classes there. So. That's a nice facility. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. one of the best in, 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 in Houston, man. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, 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 that's a big, nice facility. That's a real mm -hmm. big, nice big facility. Yeah. yeah, got everything you need, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I know this. I know this. Uh, corona and throw us all off, man. But tell me about. Tell me about getting the NABL title and all that stuff, man. You said about me when you won that. What you say? Yeah. You won the NABL title at Welton. Yep. Yes, sir. Tell me about that, man. Who did you fight? Where? When? Okay, so um, what set that fight up was first was. Me fighting Kermit Central earlier that year, right? So that fight kind of just set me up for that. You fought Kermit Central? Yeah. Now, how many fights you got? She only got 14 and one and one, but man, I, so this is how I got that fight. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this, man. Hold on, bro. Tell me. So, <laughs> so it ended up as a no contest. That's probably why you don't know about it. You know, okay. ended up as a no contest because because of a headbutt, an accidental accidental headbutt. You know, I was uh I was I was getting pretty bad and uh and we collided. He, he, he accidentally headbutted, yeah. Yeah, two times. So the first time we was good, and the second time that we headbutted, it cut him a little bit under his eye and um. Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania state it, state rules is that if you don't make it to the fourth round and a fighter get injured by accidental headbutt, then it could be a no contest. So he, so it was the third round, and he was like, "Nah, I can't fight anymore." So it was automatically a no contest. Now Vegas rules, he would have he would have took an L because the doctor and the the, uh, the referee said like you can go. The cut is little as a butter eye. You good? You good to go? But he was like, "Nah." He figured it wasn't his night. Let me nah, he got out of there, so it was a no contest. So that, gave, that had to give you some marks, though, bro. People yeah. had to be looking fighting a guy like that. Yeah, so, but even though it was a no contest, it kind of like, like you said, got me a little exposure. So right. that set me up with fighting Vegas when I fought um, Jimmy Williams on uh, Roy Jones' card. 
So okay. Another undefeated fighter that I beat in uh, Vegas. He also had a belt. He had like a silver title, a WC silver title, but they didn't put his belt on the line, you know. So right. I beat him, and that kind of got me a connection in Vegas. They wanted to see me back on a Floyd Mayweather card, so that's how I got that fight with uh, Sanjar for the belt on Mayweather card. So that's yeah. how that all came about. So I went down there. Did my thing and shoot one. Now we was on <clears throat> we was on two cars together in Vegas mm -hmm. and, and in the H right here at uh, Arena, man. Arena Theater. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember, man, uh I couldn't watch it like I wanted. I was in the back of the swing bar and I was trying to get I was trying to keep Q warm, but at the same mm -hmm. time, I don't you know how to swing shit go, man. Uh huh. They telling you get ready, get ready, and then get ready, get ready, and then don't do shit. So I, I wasn't able to to see your fight, bro. But yeah, I you got a draw, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, I, we didn't come in for no draws, man. What yeah. happened? What happened man. in that one, brother? Man, I had to pull some. I, you know, I found out a lot about myself <laughs> that fight. You know what I'm saying, like. I had to I had to dig deep, man, because before the fight I started feeling bad, but not too bad, you know. I started feeling like like I had like acid indigestion or whatever, like I had and all that. But it wasn't that bad when I was warming up for the mix. I was like, I'll be all right, you know. So I was warming up and it started getting worse or whatever, but me, the fighter I am, I'm like, man, I'm gonna get through it like I'm not worried about it. I didn't say I didn't tell my my coach. I didn't tell my pops who was, who was uh, my corner man that fight. I didn't tell nobody. So I went in there like first round. I threw my first punch like boom. Like I had chest burn every time I like threw something like just chest burning, hard to breathe. So I come back the first round. My pops he noticed it like off the rip. He like he like what's wrong? I don't want to say nothing out loud. And like so the ref people. It, Hit me while I'm pointing to my chest. I'm like, chest, you like what? I'm like, my chest. And he like, hey, you know, you gotta go out there and fight. You can't be giving away rounds. And I was like, all right. So second round went out there. A little bit better, but still, like, I'm not throwing any punches. And I'm not getting hit, but mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm You're like not hitting either, right? Yeah, but like you you if you ever seen any of my fights, I'm throwing 120 punches around. Like I'm throwing a lot of punches. So me not throwing any punches is like weird. Like, what you, you're not letting your hands go. So, the third round, I finally kind of get close enough to my dad to tell him, like, hey, my chest, I can't breathe. My chest is burning. I sit down and he look at me. He like, he was like, he was like, listen, he was like, this your life. He was like, what you want to do? <laughs> I was like, man, I need this fight. He was like, it's your life, man. You know what you got to go out there and do. So the last three rounds, like I don't know what how I did it, but I was able to go out there and let some shots off, like get touch, hit him, be really accurate with my shots that I did touch him with, and I fall to a draw. Yeah, and it, it was it was an eight round fight, huh? Huh? It, yeah, it was, it was it, an eight round fight, and the, and the judges and the so judges had to deal with that for all those rounds. And to be honest with you, the last 
two rounds, which is probably the rounds that got me to draw because I won the last two really big. Man, I couldn't even breathe, to be honest with you. I couldn't breathe at all. Man, you caught that fight? Huh? Yeah, yeah, man, you you caught it, man. Yeah, yeah, I was out there. I was out there right in the the, the front row. Was yours, yours, uh, yours, uh, televised? Because I was there. No, nah, mine was like mine was the actually first fight. Fight, the very okay. first fight. like five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember if it was televised or not. I remember when but, I was, uh, it was like they was like, "Hey, the DJ ain't set up yet." So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Damn!" I tell you, man, when I was younger, when I was younger, I had I had two bosses, man, uh-huh. and it caused. Uh, what they was calling acid reflux in the nineties when this shit first like nobody knew what the, they wouldn't have named for it that I knew. Yeah. And I think people, you know, maybe there's different degrees to how it affects you or whatever, but uh-huh. And I know you ain't making excuses telling me well, how you feel. I need to tell you no, no excuses because when I, I as a fighter I should have told my coach. I should have Well guess what? If any fighter was warming up or feeling that, you could have popped your fucking uh, uh, acid reflux thing. Might have been because look after the fight, after the fight, um, my uh, my manager he had medication. He has acid reflux, so we got the <laughs> pill. He gave me too. That's why I'm telling you that I got the pills too. <laughs> Man, not even five minutes later. Like all you like, went away. He goes, I thought I had to throw up, but when I threw up, just air, just uh, just air came. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, I feel like a million bucks now. <laughs> so man, that shit hurts. That, that shit that shit hurts and it makes you very uncomfortable, man. Man, no. like, yeah. When when I took that medication, all that hair that air that was in my chest and yeah. all came out, and I feel great. I'm like, you know, keys, I tell I tell my fighters man all the time. Son, tough ain't enough, bro. Yeah, if you, if you lean in on to be a fighter, we try to be on you tough. You gonna get fucked off in this business. Yeah, and that goes for even what you talking about. That wasn't even about the fight. But you thinking I'm gonna just tough it out? Yeah. Man, what if what if what if you lost that fight, man? What if you started regurgitating in the fight and the referee waves it off? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you said something, maybe that'll give you a. Uh, uh, as a reflex tablet and that shit would have went away, you'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. That's why all the time. That's why I'm big on brutal honesty, bro. Uh-huh. Listen, I want my fighter even to tell me if he's scared. Because I'll talk mm-hmm. you out of scared. I can talk you out of scared, bro. I know how to do that too. Yeah. So, so, but it's it's important that I know that. It's uh-huh. important that, I, that you say, man, coach, my nerd, I don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. All right, let me walk you down with this shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I understand that's and that's why I made a post yesterday, a funny post, and I put Jamel in the clip where he was beating and belly aching about people who don't understand boxing. Because my post was about that. And and it's so much it's 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 so you guys are independent contractors and there's so many uh Very things cool. going on at once, bro. And it's and and you guys got to perform under all these different situations, man. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, it's do or die. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. we need this fight. I can't mm-hmm. lose this fight, I, no matter what. So, 
you know, you got acid reflux, you got your own bitch at the house, you got, you know, your trainers beefing with your, with your, with your, your conditioning, do your high, you know, all these things moving. And then, and then I listen to people give their opinion about boxing. I'm like, man, you, you so far off about yeah. what you're doing in this shit. Yeah. That is ridiculous, man. You have no idea. And it's okay if you don't, and you say, well, I'm just a fan of the sport. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. right, but, but folks be acting like they know. Yeah. Man, shit, bro. It's yeah. a lot of shit going on, man. You don't know how much time this guy had to get fit. You don't know about the last minute opponent switching out. You don't know. You don't know if the guy who got you to fight is fucking you on the money. Man, you don't know. You don't know so much. And then at the end of the day, you got to perform. So this shit is hectic, bro. And so when I'm talking, when I'm talking to fighters, and like when you say, man, and I remember when you said that just now. I remember you telling me that at the fight, man. I don't, man, I, don't, I couldn't breathe and everything, but. I know the difference between what you're saying mm-hmm. and what's, you know. Yeah, shit. exactly. Go this shit. Man, look, bro. There's so much shit going on, you have no fucking idea mm-hmm. what these go through, man. Mm-hmm. And if they have a surrounding cell, somebody that one guy, mm-hmm. then it's going to be brutally honest. You know what I'm saying? Like your boss did. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You can't breathe. It's your career. What you want to do? What you want? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he he switched on the light when he told me that. Like, you know, he switched and, on and the sometimes light. Sometimes it's all it takes, man. Sometimes yeah. it's all it takes, man, to get you over the hump. Yeah. Man, because two of those judges that night scored the fight 76 to 70, uh, 76-76. Yeah. So without those two last rounds, it, it, it would have went, it went the other way. Without the last without one of those rounds, it would have went the other way. And I don't know how I did it. To be honest with you, every shot, the last two rounds, every shot that I landed on him hurt me more than it hurt him. Every yeah. shot that I landed sent a burnt in my chest so hard. Like every shot is just a heart heartburn every time, just a burning in my chest. That's why I can never connect more than two. Like I could wow wow, but that's like all I could take. I couldn't connect through. I couldn't come back with three, four shots. Just two wow wow, and that's it. And it's a burning sensation. And I move. And I smother, so he couldn't touch me. Break up, come back. Wow, wow, just trying to use my speed to my advantage. But hey, I did it. You know, I got, I got that draw. Like you know, you know. But the circumstances that that I couldn't breathe. I really couldn't breathe the last two rounds. I was, you know, I was cool to come out with that and just lesson learned. You know, I can never let that happen again. You know, how was it? Did the mouthpiece cause your problems? Because I know that acid reflex makes you want to gag. Or it's so fitted you don't feel it. Um, so I got the custom mouthpiece that it like it. So it's, it's, it's just it's it's yeah, like I can open my mouth and it's, it's just stuck up. If you had if you had a uh a, a burl and bite or something, man, you liable to throw up, man. That throw shit up. Out, bro. That's was that, was that man, your first? Go ahead. So I'm talking about learning the spirit. I just learned something. Yeah. Because I had acid reflux and I'm thinking of the fighter mm-hmm. fighting with that mouthpiece. And that, that motherfucker, <clears throat> if you winging it, hey, man. Man, I got that mouthpiece. It's like, it's like a grill. That mug stuck. I can open my mouth. It's yeah. just stuck in there. So 
Yeah, I remember uh I remember along with everything else going bad when uh Gerald McClellan fought Nigel Ben and we all know how that ended it's horrible, but yeah, he didn't even have a mouthpiece that night too, and they put a mouthpiece in his mouth that wasn't formed. Yeah, and, and he wrapped his own hands and all kind of shit over it. And and it's in England, where the fucking fans are treacherous, bro. They they you know they they for they guy big time, man. So everything yeah. wrong for G that night. So you 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 know uh I don't even see what I'm talking about though. This is the inside of the shit I'm talking about that yeah. to the fan. They not even thinking about they don't even know that's going on. You know what I'm saying? They don't, mm -hmm. they don't but then they're gonna come tell you who, who's the uh, you know, uh, uh the, the best motherfuckers in the slice bread, bro. About this thing, man. <laughs> hey, how do you uh, how do you like fighting in Vegas, man? That had been what your third or your third fight in Vegas or fourth fight in Vegas? Uh, that was actually my uh, fourth fight in Vegas. That uh, that last one, my first fight is was actually like my one and only L was when I went down to Vegas and I fought uh Ladarius Miller. It's another one of Floyd fighters. That was my uh my one and only L when I went down there. And uh, my second time going to Vegas was uh uh you fought uh yeah when I fought Jimmy Williams on a on a Roy Jones car. And I fought that undefeated guy. And then that was that was in Vegas. That was at the Cox Pavilion. And then I fought Sanjar. That was at Sam's Town in Vegas. Yeah. Then I went back for Jamel in the Mandalay Bay. So yeah, that was like my third time in a row fighting in Vegas. So you don't want to fight nowhere else but Vegas, huh? Yeah, I was for some Who's uh who's your promoter, bro? Are you signed or you just you're freestyling? King's promotion right now. Calvin? King. Uh, King's promotion with uh Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. My promoter right now. Who's uh managing you? Right now, my dad's managing me right now. Who's the guy I know that be with you? That ain't your dad, right? Nuh uh. Nuh uh. That's Titus Williams. He's also I like that guy, man. He's friendly. Yeah. Every time I see him, it's like a reunion, bro. I like him. Mm -hmm. he, he be with you all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's also my manager too. Okay, yeah. He he moves like a manager. That's why mm -hmm. I, was, I was guessing that's who that was, man. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, you stay with me, bro. Uh, ain't you, you and you and Dan? Yeah, y'all stay with me, really. Mm -hmm. She she finally got that. Uh, that pro win last night. Oh, man, that she been watching for a while. Yeah, man, that was a uh, uh, coming man. And she after the fight, she called out old Jimenez. Man, I want to see her get her too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she 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 ready to go for that world title, man. She, yeah. she not even trying you to. Know, it used to be, but the sport, the 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 sport was way more. Uh, it was just different, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but these boys, man, they can't, you know, it seems to me a lot of people's pretending like the girl, uh, female fight it ain't deep. 
Man, I don't think that's true, bro. I think it's deeper than it's ever been. Well, I, I think it's getting deeper, and I think they're starting to get more exposure. And I think with the whole with the whole boxing thing that's slowed down, now they're they're able to have a little more attention on it because you know nothing else really going on. And so now they're getting some of their well-deserved more attention because you know what else is going on. And hopefully when shit gets back to normal, all that carries over and you know, we continue to support and they, they continue to have that following where the sport, the, the women's division can continue to, you know, grow and support and fans and I feel like know, uh, Eddie Hearn been doing good with that, you know, putting on the, the skill, you know, ladies, the lady fights on. I'm talking about like the uh, uh the skill fighters. Uh what's, what's yeah, Breakers Taylor. Breakers, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. She actually just lost Breakers. She just lost to. Uh, Did you watch that fight? No, I didn't get to watch it, man. I like. I Breakers. watched it. I watched it. I had it uh, five, four, and one. Uh, breakers, but it was so close that it was close. Uh, I, was, I was rooting. I was rooting for the American, and she won. So I ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it wasn't a rock. It was that close, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, the few times I seen Breakers fight, she didn't fight like herself either. Though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, she don't know if Carter or Jessica caused that problem or whatever the case may be. But she was off early, and Jessica jumped out to the to the lead, and mm-hmm. she had to come and, and get it back. So anybody who thinks, you know, I, I ain't gonna argue the score. It was that close, you know what I'm saying? Anybody, yeah. but. Where I was going with that girls boxing thing is this. Like, the guys pretending like it ain't as deep as it is, and they trying to say, like, you know, they getting the title shots early. Men's getting title shots early, too. Yeah, they, too. they got yeah, a yeah. uh, fight. Uh, these, man, you got you know, under- they got 14 fights, and, he, and he's a world champion. See, it, it depends on your amateur background. That's what they don't understand. It's like just like Lomachenko. Lomachenko came out with his second fight. Yeah. yeah. First fight was against Alito. Like, yeah. You gotta understand Danielle, she's a equivalent to me to like a gold medalist because there's no heavyweight division for like in Olympics right now for women, correct? But Danielle won the, the number one ranking in the world at another international tournament. So she did the highest thing she can do as a heavyweight female. Right. And she wants to get treated like, you know, uh, Lomachenko, somebody that, you know, was already a gold medalist. Like, hey, I don't need 20 warm-up fights because I did this in the amateurs. That's the same thing, you know, how Danielle's coming. Like, I was a gold medalist, heavyweight, the best in the world amateur. So why would I need to do 15 fights, 20 fights to get a world title? Like, now nah, I'm ready now, you know? So I get what And if my if I was like that, if I gold medalist and all this, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, hey, seven fights, let's go. <laughs> yeah, she's a world games, she's a world games gold medalist, man. Line them up. It's time to go. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke in the women's division, man. At every weight, at every weight class too, from 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 the down, down to to uh to welterweight all the way down. Go look at uh, uh, ESPN just put out their women's pound for pound list, and I know most of them. So that that usually didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there was no women 
from Sunisa at 108 pounds and, and Marlene and them at 108 pounds all the way up to Danielle. You know who these gals is, man. It's because yeah. they man. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, you know, it's it's incumbent upon them anytime they get a slot on a show or, or a televised show to perform or have a knockdown drag out. One of the two. Cause so people mm-hmm. watching. And I'll tell you this, that McCaskill girl, say what you want about her boxing. It doesn't matter. She's she's fighting her ass off and trying to win. And yeah. and, and, and to the to fans and to the people who matter, who buy the fights, man, that's what they want to see, man. So uh-huh. there was never a point in that fight against Breakers that she wasn't trying to win. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? She was uh-huh. trying to win. She was chunking them Hail Marys and, and trying to get her out of there, man. That's all yeah. Did. But yeah, man, from 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 down there by Marlene and them all the way to the you know, these guys are entertaining. Hey. It's a bunch of girls I rather watch and fight than a dude. It's some of these dudes with names, bro. Yeah, yeah. I the TV off halfway through the fight. <laughs> man, they'll take man to say, Coach, you watching this shit? I said, Man, I turn this shit off, man. I'm going to sleep, man. I'm watching the thing. I'm watching the uh I'm yeah. watching the theme song to the heat of the night. I'm going to sleep, man. <laughs> H time, we are live here on Soapboxing Podcast with uh, Marquise Taylor, Coach Derek. Uh, man, do you have any experience in the uh, MMA? No, no. Something on your yeah. box record about MMA, man. What's up with it's that? So that tempting, though, man. At the gym, at my gym, you know they got MMA Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all that. It'd be so tempting because you know they be squabbling, man. <laughs> I'm a fighter, so I like to, you know. It, yeah. it, it look good, but you know they throwing elbows, knees, kicks. But still. Uh, I, I listen, when I was younger, people try to get to do uh, MMA, and uh, man, I can. But I, I, they have no respect for their body, bro. They'll be bending their arms backwards, uh, fucking. I just can't. You bend my elbow back, or you break my elbow, I'm just gonna go straight to the parking lot, pop trunk, come back. <laughs> you ain't gonna fuck up my body like that. Boxing, you gotta respect. You know, there's a science to it, and I'm sure you know MMA. They'll they'll say the same thing. There's a science to it. There's technique and this that. But you ain't gonna be putting my arm around my neck and making me tap out and do all that shit. If I'm gonna lose, you gonna knock me out. That's it. Yeah, arm bars, <laughs> rear naked chokes. Yeah, all this shit. Fucking cross arms and, and leg shit now. Oh, kicking me in the face. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not uh I'm not the biggest uh MMA guy or nothing. Don't don't pretend to know it. <clears throat> but the little I do know, you know, I think parents, if they take them kids, them kids that's being bullied and shit. And take them to them jujitsu classes, them you know, them grapple classes and shit, bro. I think that's smart because you know everybody don't have that <laughs> uh, skill set to sit there and chunk punches. I mean, that's everything. Yeah, that's true. everything on yeah. every Facebook video where some sucker talk shit gets knocked yeah. out after two punches. Mm-hmm. But them kids, I think that jujitsu it, it be teaching them kids how to. Dive in there, grab on, mm-hmm. you know, before somebody get the kick in their ass, 
and they put you in that wrist lock or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. On one of them chokes, you know, and it'll and, 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 and do a it'll do well for their uh confidence. Confidence, man. It, uh -huh. You know, they, they'll know they could defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. I think it's valuable, man. Uh it's just it's just completely different than in our world, man. And, and everybody tries to pretend like those things are interchangeable. But I don't know how many boxes need to go over there and get their ass whipped, or MMA guys need to come over here and get their ass whipped before people realize MMA people don't box, and boxers don't do MMA, man. It's I already, already went in the cage, you know, and uh, sparred with an MMA guy, and I told him, I was like, man, go ahead and do your thing, man. Just don't, you know, no no elbows, but uh, <laughs> you need to do your thing. Just don't go 100%, go about 70%, because I just want to see. Yeah. Right. And, man, I got to He got the kicking. <laughs> and I started trying to defend the kicks, then he got the punches. <laughs> so he kind of, yeah, he kind of whooped my ass. Yeah. I'll tell you, but... The same guy, I destroyed him like twenty times in the ring. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't feel right. I want to get. I want to go in your room. You know, I'm gonna get in the cage. Put the shin guards on me. Put two of them on me if you can. He's like, nah, you only put one on. I'm like, all right, cool. He <laughs> got the kicking, punching, and stuff. I was like, <laughs> respect though. You know what I'm saying? I got in the cage with him. <laughs> he he always get in the ring and for me. He always so they need to know how to punch. Yeah, and, and how to how to not get hit if possible, but mm -hmm. you know it's it's such a different skill set, man. It, because it's not even you know you going to get in the cage is not even in the odds for It's giving him the advantage. Yeah, the same way he's giving yeah. you the advantage when he gets in that boxing ring. You know, yeah. uh, I would love to see a real uh, skilled boxer go to MMA route. And mm -hmm. see what happens, mm -hmm. just because I'm, you know, just because I'm, I would like to see that experiment yeah, too. Because we, Connor, already came to boxing, you know what I'm saying, fully. So we're gonna be yes. the first boxer really go over on that other side and see what well, they got. You know, you know how big I am on Clarissa, bro, and she talking about going fighting. Man, listen, a lot of you can't, you can't be. Uh, overconfident as a boxer just because you're the best. Yeah. Because if you think them folk gonna box with you, they're not gonna box with you, man. They're not even gonna almost box with you. No. -uh. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it's kind of uh, disingenuous when they be saying, "Well, come over here if you're bad." Yeah. Right, come over here if you're bad. It's the same shit. Yeah. I got an advantage like you got an advantage. It ain't like you saying, "I come over here and I got." 10 years of jujitsu and, 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 and shoot wrestling and shit. I, I don't got none of that. So mm -hmm. you try to get me at a disadvantage. Kinda did it because the, they backed the they backed the fucking uh bank truck up. That's why he mm -hmm. did that shit. Right. Anybody do that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and he's such a salesman that you had oh. me fucking mm -hmm. walking around here thinking he had a chance. Mm -hmm. No. That whole press conference and, and the uh that whole tour, man, was the best part of that fucking fight. Man, they 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 oh. fucking hyped that oh. fight up so much, and it was Tom worth it. Yeah, Tom went three and zero in press conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Marquise. Canelo for his contract. If he beats Canelo, he owes him for life. 
Don't that make you think Golden Boy is doing bad or something? Nah. Why would he have to come out there nah. and, and put on the show and cash in on his name and shit at 47 years old? 47. And it makes me think, you know, I, I think everybody knows Canelo's out of there as soon as his yeah. Franks is up in. He's going to do the Floyd thing. You know, I promote yeah, myself. Yeah. I don't need you motherfuckers. Which yeah. is smart. Which is smart business. Anybody who don't again, when they don't understand the boxing business, you know that's that's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they got Virgil, and uh, Ryan ain't happy. So when Ryan gets Ryan's out of there with Canelo, as soon as he can too. So uh, they know what they're doing over there. Them boys, mm. Mexican boys, know exactly what they're doing. Right? They smart as shit, you know, in this boxing shit. As soon as Canelo gets freed from uh. The zone and 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 uh, the Golden Boy contract. I'm sure he could sign. He could who, let whoever uh, uh, put his fights out there for a percentage. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you. I'll let your platform put the show out there. Who can he be? Who can, who can who can the Lahoy be right now? At 154. Where he gonna fight at? 154. Man, 154 is the deepest division in boxing, man. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Who can he be? Nobody, not no, <laughs> not no, not none of the top guys. Right. No. I would. Uh, what weight class would he fight at? Is that would be it, right? Or one hundred sixty? Uh, I don't know. Man, to make forty-seven, but uh, he needs to fight. He needs to fight at no weight class. <laughs> <laughs> and do a exhibition like them. You know, I'm sure Shane will do an exhibition with. Him. Yeah, yeah, Shane. Yeah, come back. Yeah. Sergio Martinez just came back and fought. He, he was 45 and he fought uh last night. Last night. Last night. Well, they didn't, they didn't promote that, huh? Nah, nah, Sergio Martinez fought last Middleweight. He fought in Spain. He beat uh somebody. He stopped the guy, didn't he? Yeah, uh yes, in the seventh round. Miguel uh Jose Miguel uh I wonder what why did what took him so long too? Why did he take such a long break like that? I don't know. He was making that money. Shit. Listen, man, when you done made that money at the top, you forget that ass whipping you had <laughs> quick. You know, it's like it's like Hoyer, right? Hoyer was a great. I know, I know he got a bunch of people don't like him, and I I don't know him. And I used to be a big fan, and then, and then you know, since he's retired, you know, I I don't seem to like, he like a company dude, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you went from fighter to the motherfucker who employs fighters, but not on the fighter side almost. It seems like to me, yeah, 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 I yeah. I could be wrong as two left shoes, man. I'm just telling you what I think because I never met him. But fighters, man, who achieve their greatness, man, uh, it seems like they always, you know, I'm one punch from changing the, you know, one shot. I just got, bro, you got to remember them last couple fights, man. It's like, it's like Mike, man. We all love Mike, bro. But Mike, Mike was broken by boxing them last couple fights, man. Mm -hmm. He was sitting on his ass looking up. Not knocked out, looking up, saying, "Man, fuck. you know what I'm saying." So, yeah. so just because you forget about that, 
and you can still punch hard and think, you know, but luckily they just doing exhibitions. But, you know, a guy like Oscar, man, you forgetting, bro, you got dominated by uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man, yeah, yeah. You got dominated, which was a gamble on his part, draining, going back down there to fight the dude and shit. But all you did was put the nail in your coffin because of your age and shit anyway, man. So hopefully Oscar ain't got no leads. You don't think he's going to actually be title contention and shit like that. You know, hopefully it's just the exhibitions and shit. And if you could do a gimmick fight, him and Canelo got uh, got that beef. If you can do a gimmick fight like Floyd did with McGregor and shit, and, and you want to get that ass from you know, because it's going to be it's gonna be rough as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> If you're willing to do that shit, all right, do it. But yeah, you know, right. you gonna find out round one. You gonna hurt. <laughs> like, like shit. This is why I retired. This is why I retired. <laughs> he gonna be. Hey, he gonna come back to the corner, and whoever's training gonna be. Hey, not your show career, man. Which one? <laughs> all right, don't retire, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Because hey. And that's the sad part because the last motherfucker who wants you to throw the title normally is the fighter, especially especially fighters who attain greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that glory, I imagine, is hard for them to let go, man. To to you know, I just gotta land that one shot, man. That one shot might not come, bro, and you might get ruined as a person, you know. I, I like to see them old, them old, the, the older greats. I'm saying old, like 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 Delahunt. I'm not saying old, but in boxing years, he's ancient. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. I just don't want them guys to get themselves hurt. You know, yeah, yeah. It's good marketing. It's good promoting. He got, you know, he got to keep, you know, he got to keep uh, his brand in people's minds and keeping it fresh. You know, while we waiting for boxing to to, to get to some. Kind of normalcy and, and get people back in the fans and get people crunk. You know, I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching this basketball. And again, this is something that I said before. It's so important. You know, it, it, it's funny how the even the fans are underrated. Man, when you when you putting on a show, whether you're boxing, whether you're you know, you're playing a sport like uh, basketball or football, and even baseball, as boring as it can be sometimes. The fans are such a critical part of it. The energy that that that, that they give and the and, and the participants, you know, the fighters or, or the players, they feed off that shit. You know, whether they're booing you, whether they're <clears throat> cheering for you, whatever it may be, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes sometimes it can work for your advantage. You know, you can you can be the uh, you can be the opponent, and. Uh, you know, you go in there, and, and and the other guy who's supposed to win doesn't have doesn't have that energy to feed off, and you can take advantage of that. But I think the fans are such a crucial part of of this, and the energy that they bring. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait till I'm sitting, you know, sitting in Vegas watching y'all fucking fight. It's 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 it's, such, it's electrifying, and it's a huge component that's missing from everything right now, man. Uh, and I know they're trying everything. Even in basketball, they got those. They got people sitting in the 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 virtual cams. Yeah, yeah. I think that shit's kind of fucking funny. Yeah, uh, start doing that in boxing once. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what we got going on tonight? Don't we got a, a show going on tonight? ESPN is that tonight? Sean Porter, uh, Sean Porter fight. 
the, the guy, the tall, real tall, tall guy, Sebastian Fandura, he fighting on that card. Uh, that's tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that's tonight. Oh, we got, uh, what's his name? Um, Let me see here. Justin Deloge versus, uh, when's Alvarez and Joe Smith fight? Is that tonight as well? That's tonight. Yeah. yeah that's tonight. And then Clay, uh, Clay Coward. He got there tonight too, huh? Fighting uh Yeah. Oh yeah, Duke Gray is making his pro debut, huh? On Ooh. top of Ray. Duke. Duke Gray yeah. from the amateurs. Duke Reagan, yeah. 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 Got some good fights tonight, man. Uh Marquise. What you think out of them brothers, man? What them twins doing, bro? They really beefing or what? Uh man. They being brothers, look what it looked like to me from the outside. <laughs> being brothers, man. You know, you can't You love each other a whole lot. That's why it's just, it, you know. Yeah, man. Jamal went live again last night, man. And, oh, for real? And had Jamel on another phone and was showing it to the last. Yeah. He was showing it to the camera, man. Why you so mad, bro? I'm like, they got to be playing, man. Yeah, man, they, they crazy, man. They talking, talking crazy about each other's old lady and shit, trying to get them to fight. I hope, I hope they just playing with that shit, man. Because I, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think it goes serious, but man, y'all got some, man. I think them they toughest fights coming up to me. Them, them fighting, yeah, them boys is they both fighting bad motherfuckers. You yeah, know? they are. And even if it ain't you know tough to them, it's definitely the biggest, most important fights. You know, yeah. especially with Mel, he about to unify. So he been wanting to do that, unify all the titles. And, then, and that banana kid ain't no walk in the park, bro. I don't, you know. Yeah, he, he tough. He tough. Even though I think I think um, I think Mel. He go in there, he do his thing the way he's supposed to do. I think he gonna he gonna wash him. Them boys, man, this is what I tell people when they ask me about. It. You know, they gotta, they gotta, uh, they, they in any fight, you know, with with anybody, bro. They so big and strong, bro. Mm-hmm. And they can't commit to punching. That if they catch you, they gonna get you out of there, man. They, they, so even, yes, even guys, okay, crazy power. I know even that. guys who think, you know, all right, this guy, Tony, case in point, bro. Tony was out boxing, and man, even after getting hurt early, he was out by, in, in my eyes. Anyway, he was out boxing, and but Jamel kept on coming, bro, until he caught him, you know. Oh yeah. And so them guys, man, and his awareness too. His awareness yes. of knowing that he hurt you is like at a hundred. Oh, he's all going to be like, he knows when he have you. And he's like, when he know he got you, he going to be tired. But it's just like that second light cut on after he heard he ain't tired no more. He's just going to come get you. He's going to come get you out of there. He's he good at that. Yeah, man. Hey, and well, you, you at 100, you at 147 pounds. You, you what, 6'1", 6'2", 6'1"? 6'1". There's a there's shit. There's a lot of smoke at 147. Uh, as yeah. Well, who, who who you know? We know who you fought, uh, but 
what kind of action you get in sparring, man? You you uh you in there with because Houston, you, we got a lot of people to come through to Houston. Go they go over the main boxing, you know. I know uh oh, Regis goes out there, uh, who else goes out there to to spar? A lot of big names to go out there. Are you uh, are you ever up in there sparring with these guys? Yeah, I spar with like you know how Houston is like we we all work, you know, from 147 to about 160, 165, you know, we all mix in and work in Houston, you know what I'm saying? Just depending on who I call, you know, at coach, you know, me and Q, we sparred over like 50 times. Like we, even ever since what Q was number one in amateurs, we were sparring. You know, I remember when we first got the number one spot, you know, so uh, Austin, uh, William, uh, uh, every, uh Robert, like we like we all mixed in, you know, we all mix in pretty well here. You know, he's it's it's turned into a boxing scene, you know, it's so much work here. So, you know, that's a good thing about staying in Houston too. You always get some work. And remember at one point in time I, I fought four salt paws in a row. True story. Four paws in a row. <laughs> so I had, you know, I was getting um work from Ralph, trouble, uh from Austin, you know. From Timmy, all the Southpaws at uh, Main Street. So, yeah. But, yeah, I fought four Southpaws in a row. So, See, I forgot how to fight a right-handed one point in time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a true story. Four in a row. I was like, dang, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But you bring up a good point, man. Houston, and, and, you know, this is something that we like to say, too. But, you know, I don't think people realize is, is you, you do get a lot of good work in Houston. A lot yeah. of good work. You know, I good work Houston. Uh, you know, it's a, you, you got places like you, know, you go out to uh, to Vegas or California. California, real big unboxing, huge. They have a huge, huge boxing community. So I know that people go out there and they fly out there from all over the country to get in some work, or they go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's one of the luxuries here uh, of being from Houston and being in Texas is our boxing community is growing. Yeah, and, and we have our own little. Well, not little, but we have our own community where you got some top, some top fighters, mm-hmm. you know? and right. I think that plays that plays to our advantage, you know, because you got other cities and other other boxing communities that don't don't have that work. And so now, when you're in here, when you're in here, and you sparring the Austin Williams, you sparring, you know, you know the the, the Quintons, the you know the Redmonds, you know the uh, Austins, and you get in there, you know, you ready to perform, well, shit. Sometimes exactly. the sparring is a lot tougher than your fucking opponent. It'd be like that all the time. It's like that all. Yeah, the time. yeah your sparring is more, more, uh, more, uh, more tougher than your opponent. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, I realized that I was ready to fight a lot of these guys that's on my resume. You know, like, man, they record's pretty good, but <laughs> my sparring partner, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I got these guys on sparring, like when I, you know, I was sparring Jamel. He gave me like after that, I really had confidence. I'm like, yeah. world number one right here. He the best. You know, it's like I'm holding my own. I'm like, man, I you know, so how tall are the twins? Are, they, are you taller than twins? I think you're like, the same height, like we all like, same height, like six one, something yeah. like that. Yeah, they big they yeah. I, I would guess Six foot, yeah, easy. Yeah, they like, yeah, I know I was six one, but they like big though. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. bro, yeah, man. Yeah, they not, man. They not, uh, <laughs> they not, uh, they not skinny at all. No, 
<laughs> we got a viewer asking questions. Uh, Stephen Harvey asking, who y'all got, Lomo or uh, Lomo or uh, Steel? Man, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Tio fan, but you know, the boxing in me saying Lomo gonna get it, but the fan in me saying, man, I want, I like Tio female, you know, so I, that's gonna be a test for Tio. Yeah, and, and and it's gonna I think uh I think it's gonna be one of those I think it's gonna be one of those pivotal fights. It's almost at the level the level you know when Canelo fought Mayweather, it was. Okay, what am I gonna do after this? And we all see what Canelo's done. So I think yeah. it's gonna be a good fight for both. Yeah, it's gonna be a good fight right here. I can't wait. I've been waiting. Lomo, I, I, my my opinion, Lomo beats him. It's gonna give him a little more credibility. Mm -hmm. Because you know everyone's always talking about his record. He ain't fought no one. He only has how many fights? He got 16, 17 fights. Mm -hmm. so, what do you think, Coach? Oh, I, I'm. I'm I'm team Tio. I'm I'm rooting for Tio Fimo. Uh, I ain't gonna pick him though. Yeah. I want him. I want him. I want him to knock him into the second row. But, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the good thing is the one guy who gave Tio Fimo problem was was length and height, and and Lomachenko ain't got that. So. Lomachenko is going to have to be on his, on his best behavior defensively because the vibe's going to come at it. Mm -hmm. When you're a puncher, when you're a puncher, you know, you always think you can get, you know, and so mm -hmm. I don't see, I really don't see that young boy choking. Like, when he starts missing them shots, I don't see him quitting, you know, mm -hmm. getting so scared or nothing. I see him keep on trying to chuck, you know. So, uh, I mean, I'm rooting to the female man. If I had you put a gun to my head, I guess I'd pick Lomachenko to win. But, <laughs> but uh, if I had to bet money, I feel like right yeah, yeah. money on it, and I probably I will. If Lo hey, but if Tio, but if Tio female catches him, I'm not shocked and surprised at all. No, yeah. So you team up though, if you if you're Lopez. What's your fucking thought process when this when 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 this when Lomo says what well, right because first it was a money thing he says now nah, I want more money and that was smart uh, by the way that was right. smart by the way everybody right. so, talked so, about it but he so, got himself an eight hundred thousand dollar raise so oh yeah right the other, but 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 you know we're talking you know you brought up even in your post yesterday and, and a couple of days ago right there's a lot of ways to get out of the fight. Right, so maybe he was trying to get out of the fight. He says, "I want nah. more money." Nah. Right? Oh, nah. so you don't think so? I don't think I don't think Triple G was trying to get out the second Canelo fight. I think he was extorting money. Just what, what, do you do? Do? what do you think? Yeah. What's your mindset? What's your, as a fighter, you're sitting here saying, "Now I, I want more money," and Lomo says, "Fuck it, take it out of my fucking purse. I want I mean, pay him whatever he needs to fucking be paid." Dude. You I mean, think? You think? Work. You think I won one battle in the war? I already won one battle. Let's keep going. Listen, who won, that, who won that battle? Lomo or or or, or Tia Fimo? Tia Fimo. They ain't gonna have no fucking audience and shit. This motherfucker got a damn near million dollar raise. I'm gonna say no. Look, yeah. man. That's what I'm saying about the business of boxing, man. Mm -hmm. The fans, the fans ran. So as Tia Fimo said, man, pay me more, right? And, and I'm not a fan of uh, the diva shit. I'm not a fan of that. Mm -hmm. 
somebody told Tia Fino, I don't know who, we can get more money. We're going to get more money. And they did. But when Tia Fimo said that shit, all the fucking fans came. Oh, he's duffing. He's duffing. He's duffing. Soon they broke bread with him. I'll meet you there. Seven o'clock. Vegas, I'll meet you there, man. Let's go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Well, I don't think I'm almost that fuck it. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna fucking uh, make a big deal about it, or we're not gonna go back and forth about money. He said, "Fuck it, take it out my cut. I want this fucking fight to happen." What, it, it, what was, it wasn't played out, you know, and it wasn't played out as a thing from his camp as far as how he just wants to duck or this, that, or another. What Lomo, choice he Lomo wants to fight him, and Lomo wants to fucking beat him. What choice do Lomo have? Who else he was gonna fight? No shit. You giving up a million dollars to fight out of my out of, out of, out of your pocket. He, he wants to fight. Yeah. Yeah, but what choice he had? Shit. Sit down, relax, go on fucking vacation. The shit's gonna be over soon. It, 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 it's not like that boy is thirty-six years old, man, or something like that. Thirty-five years yeah. old, man. He, 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 He's making a million too, right? Off the fight? Oh, I'm sure he's making a couple million, but yeah. My what point is this. 30 or 35? 30, right? I think 30. My point is this. He's at top rank. The other super featherweight or uh, junior, whatever, is still Fimo Lopez. Yeah. Who else he makes that money on? Nobody. He can't get that money off nobody else. He needs to. He needs And Lopez knew that, man. And mm -hmm. so he used it to his advantage. Listen, what I'm telling you, man, is nobody was ducking nobody. Both of them boys want to fight. And right, and Lopez seen a way to get more money. Mm -hmm. Now, now, does the Lopez camp say this is the biggest fight of my career? This is a dangerous fight. This is a fight I can lose. So we need to make all the money. I need money, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real. But yeah, that's real. real. I'm gonna tell Marquise. I'm Marquise's trainer. Marquis got this fight. We done, we done, we done uh, got a, a Canelo lottery pick, right? Uh-huh. Bro, if it's up to me, we not pulling no Caleb Plant bullshit. Oh, we gonna yeah. stay in the contract and we gonna, who the fuck you fighting for? If you ain't trying to, this is, this is life. This is, this is your family change money. Yeah. This is, this is, you yeah. finna probably make five million dollars, man. Who the fuck yeah. you think you ready? Yeah, you better get ready. Don't get ready. <laughs> you a fighter. Man. Look, man. We're in a sport for a fight like that, man. We right. And Lobeck, what I'm telling you is Tia Fimo knows this is one of them kind of fights yeah. for him. Mm -hmm. And being a top ranked guy, it ain't like he can just fucking go fight the guys at PBC and shit anyway. Or whatever. Max Brooklyn. He got a fight, and just so happens the top dog in his division is also in his promotional yeah, right. So let's fight. Listen, man, that was smart business. Hey, it ain't my fault if you don't understand how the business works. That's on you. That ain't on me. I knew that kid wasn't afraid to fucking fight no more when he was all in the streets calling him out and shit. He talked himself into a paycheck, brother. Mm -hmm. that's, just, that's just good business sense. Now, how the fight turns out, I think we all agree. You got to lean towards Loma. Ain't it? Mm-hmm. Having to pay this motherfucker a million dollars of your money might even yeah. 
Not in the public is ass. But at the same token, that's what I'm saying is you 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 can't have any fucking doubt in your mind. If I'm if I that's like me, that's like me saying, man, line this motherfucker up and pay him, pay him a million dollars out of my motherfucking pocket because I'm gonna whip this motherfucker's ass and and, 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 and shut his mouth because he has been fucking calling me out in the fucking street, been fucking talking himself into this fucking fight. I'm you gonna fuck him up and I'm so confident, and I'm so confident. That I'm gonna pay him a million out of my fucking purse. No, 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 bro. You don't pay a motherfucker a million dollars unless you got to. Yeah, you got no other choice, bro. Yeah, there's no other opponent out there, man. Now he I want to know, know how much he's making on this bike. The price is out there. It's it's like two point yeah. five, two seven, two eight, something like that. Something like that. And, listen, man. Lomachenko is as confident as you say. Yeah. Not because I'm so confident I'm gonna get his fucking dude a million dollars. I'm giving him a million dollars so we can fight because I ain't got no other fights, man. Yeah. Hey, that's the business of boxing, bro. Listen, don't nobody, don't nobody fucking say. Uh, again, it was like uh, Canelo G two. You motherfuckers thought I was cheating, y'all blaming everything, and, and I did bad in the fight. Pay that bitch. I'm gonna go get him. And that's what he did. He got in there and backed the fucking boy up and beat the shit out of him. And he's only five foot seven. That was inspiration. But even Canelo didn't have no choice. That was the yeah. Who yeah. else am I gonna fight? Yeah. We can just this dude in the ring, so pay him the fucking money. So he's 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 as powerful. Not, not even that much. So he, so so you don't pay a guy a million dollars unless you got to man. Well, he's he not paying him a million dollars neither. He Lomo could make 1.5 million after Lomachenko. I mean, I'm sorry, Theo could make 1.5 million after Lomo agreed to reduce his purse from 3.25 million from 3.5 million. So, 250,000 dollars. Ah, that ain't shit. When you're talking about the millions, so that's a big that's a big difference between plus, a million plus, and man, 2, look. 20 or 2,500. We in America. Nobody knows who's paying Bob Aaron from fucking Russia. How much they paying for that fight? Yeah, they can find that eight hundred thousand. We we'll give it to him. Listen, yeah. it's just it was Lopez's business to get the most he can get, and he did. Uh-huh. So that's all that shit is, man. Look, that's that's foreign rights, closed circuit. They might even be doing it in the movie theaters. I see the theaters is open again. Listen, man, there's money coming from everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. It ain't the money you want because of the game. But yeah, like if it weren't for this COVID, man, it'd have been millions and millions of fans was they able both would have made more money. money. They both would have made more money, right? Yeah. It's just what it is. But yeah. I tell you this. Tiafimo Lopez is sitting in that gym punching that fucking heavy bag, believing he's gonna do it to Loma right? Mm-hmm. It ain't, it, it, he wasn't trying to get out of that shit. He thinks he's gonna knock his ass out. Yep, yep, sure do. Let's go see, man. That, that, I was with you. I didn't think he was gonna uh, knock Komei out. When he did Komei the way he did, that's what really turned me into a fan. I was like, "Oh yeah, this kid real." Yeah, because Richard I Komei wasn't a, no joke. I wasn't the biggest. Uh, uh, I didn't know everything about Komei that they was to know, but I knew he could fight. And mm-hmm. and and Tiafimo steamrolling him like that. Nobody seen that coming. So no, uh, no. Nah. We were. Where were we? I think we were. I think that was. Uh, 
That was the night. I think that was the weekend that uh, that Robert fought. And when was that? When was that? I mean, when was that ACL fight? About a year, two years ago. That was about a year. I think that was the fight. I think that was the night that uh, that Robert fought out in Austin on that uh, on that Underwood uh, card because we went out to eat either before. God, I don't remember. Man, they go fucking mud. All right, uh, Marquise, give me your top three pound for pound, bro. Right of now, all, in the game. Of all time, right, right now. now. Right now. Uh, three pound for pound. Number one, I gotta go with with Canelo being number one top pound for pound, probably. Then after that, uh, ain't no wrong answer. <laughs> Thank. That's how stacked boxing is right now. Yeah. That's, how, that's it's, how good boxing is. A lot of the three, uh, uh, say Canelo. It's tough. Tough. Canelo, Crawford, Terrence Crawford, and and Loma, probably my top. It's my top three right now. Those are bad boys, all of them. Bro. You uh, who's your favorite fighting? So who's your top three all time? Bro? All time, Muhammad Ali. He's number one. Uh, top three. How would I leave being number one? Um, Bernard Hopkins. Yeah. One of my favorite. Yeah, uh, sir. Uh, and who's my third? Andre Ward. That's a bad boy, man. He, was he, 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 he didn't. He didn't. He didn't ascend to the heights. Mm -hmm. But real, that, that historically he should have. To me, in my opinion, mm -hmm. uh, man, that dude was a. He's a he's competitive in any generation of any boxing era ever to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and he he even flew under the gun with me for you. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. till till I till I woke up and was like, man, this fucking guy is, bro. He's mm -hmm. well, he can't. You know, he knows how to fight. Period. You know. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man, Andre Ward, bro. That's a, he was a special dude, bro. I think he should have been. You know, with his smile and, 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 and his persona and shit, he should have been Ray Leonard big to me, man. But again, who knows? You know? he, uh, he didn't believe in that part of the game. I say he just really was just like. Well, being the, 
you know what I say it is, uh, Marquis? We in a reality TV show life. You know, if it ain't trash, you know what I'm saying? You know, being uh, Andre Ward is a family man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He talks about his family, God, and stuff. That don't sell, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's sad, but it's a different era than, than, than it's ever been as well. Hey, who you got on this Spence Garcia fight, man? Uh, I got Spence. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen? That's the part I wouldn't bet on either, though, because Spence coming out the accident. Have you seen him since the accident? Uh, yeah. How's he? How's he looking? Uh, it's tough, man. Shit, you escaping that fucking accident? Yeah, that's tough. Man. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it because you know we don't know. We don't know, and Danny, Danny's hungry. You know, Danny want that title. Danny, you know, his last two fights was close. Like, it's close. So he want he wanted Danny trying to get over that edge. You know what I'm saying? He had a close fight with Porter and uh and uh and uh one time, what's the name? Thurman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, you know, I know he hungry. He trying to, you know, make the most out of this opportunity. So man, it, I feel like it's gonna be a good fight, but. And Spence, if he come back and he spits, he's still the same Spence, then I got Spence, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a man, I'm such a fan of who Earl seems to be. But man, I'm not gonna pretend like if you if your head bounces off the concrete so hard that it breaks your fucking teeth off this shit. I'm not gonna pretend like that's regular, you know, that's just something you just get over, man. I yeah. hope it is. I hope it is. I hope he's back to normal and shit, but I couldn't gamble on that fight either, man, because people what? forget Danny J, uh, Danny J, Danny Garcia can fight, man. Yeah. And, and just because he had a couple rough outings, man, he was leaning on, you know, he thought he was a knockout artist. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, but what says, what says this don't inspire Danny to get back on his boxing shit? Yeah, how comes it comes, but he's trying to win. Win. And, and if Earl can't take the shots he used to take, you know who knows, man. I, I feel like you. I'm rooting for Earl. I want him to win, but I can't. I can't pick one. Yeah, you know, like, you, you posted something the other day that that, that Quentin had had uh, said in an interview, and uh, one of the things one of the things that uh, that I was concerned about was you know him taking on this big fucking fight. You know, right after the the accident, you know, I thought, well, wouldn't wouldn't the smart thing to be was take a couple tune up fights, you know, see where you're at. And uh, and Randall said something that makes sense. You know, well, why take a risk on a nobody or on a tune up fight and get exposed and and not get that paycheck versus fighting a big name. Yeah. And and you know, if things ain't changing, you who you are who you are, then you know, you move forward, but people, people forget. People forget it was like two months, two months, three months after that accident, and WBC was talking about stripping. Remember that? We gonna strip if he can't fight for a year. He gonna strip. So, is he being made to get in the ring? If he wants to keep his times, or is he being hard headed, or is he normal? You know what I'm saying? There's three possible things there. Yeah, we we wouldn't know. EJ can feel like, man, I'm straight. I feel yeah. the same way I always felt. Let's go. Or, man, why I fucking lose to some bum when I can make the most money? 
you know, who knows, bro? You know, fucking know, man. And these are the these are the uh, things about boxing, man. Them, them are the moving parts that only only Earl knows and Derek knows, you know. And I'm sure his dad and them know if he if they feel like he's risking everything or not. You know what I'm saying? You you don't know, bro. Yeah. I'm rooting for him. I, I think I think it'd be a great fucking story, you know. You get this accident, you walk away from it, and you come back, stay on top. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a test for sure. Absolutely, man. Man, well, Marquise, bro, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been a blast having you on talking boxing. Sure. Uh, where can uh, where where can people find you? As far as social media and stuff. Social media, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, M-A-R-Q underscore Taylor. M-A-R-Q underscore Taylor. And on uh, Twitter, too. Marvelous underscore Keys. Marvelous underscore Q-U-I-S. Yes, sir. Marquise, are you uh, you 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 in a relationship? You married and shit? Got kids or something? No, I ain't got no kids. No. Are you in a relationship? Yeah. Okay, no, man. I was gonna ask you something about old girl getting shot in the foot, man. Oh, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, let me get out of here, man. Uh, appreciate it. And dude, don't think, bro. It just dawned on me when I messaged you. Uh-huh. I said, I said, Marquis, come on the show, bro. I just don't be thinking, bro. You know, some people, some people like, you didn't do it, but some people be like, damn, coach, you just don't ask me to be on I'm like, motherfucker, won't you come be on the show? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I asked, uh, man, I drive myself nuts trying to think of who we can get on the show. You know, I know yeah. most everybody in them, and then mm-hmm. a guy like yourself that I know know, mm-hmm. I didn't even fucking think that. I said, man, didn't come on, I seen you, what it is, you posted something mm-hmm. on, on IG, and I said, fuck. Marquise, bro, come do the show, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. You getting, man? So that, so everyone else who's watching as well, man, it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't even think of picking and choosing. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, yeah. man. We want everybody to get their shine and do the show, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, I appreciate it, man. My pleasure, man. We when, uh, it, man. when you and, get the uh, stuff, man, we're gonna promote your fight, man. Whatever, whatever you got going on, you know that. Okay. For sure. As soon as I get you guys know, man. Yeah, let us know, know what next fight is. It was, uh, I tell you, it was going so good in the show, man. I had, I had Earl on hold, man. <laughs> and, and he told me, he said, he said, Coach, man, put me on live, because I'm, I'm trying to tell the whole world whether I'm hurt, whether I'm ready, or, or, or it's a money thing, but we ran out of time, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, to Earl Spence, he's in backstage. Uh, you're gonna have to uh talk to Mark Key, he took up all your time, but hopefully, we uh get you in next week. Man. Uh, all right, appreciate you, man. You boy, man. Right. Yo, we'll holler at you. Peace, all right? Peace. <laughs>